Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. A podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is one of these gays is not like the other. One of these <laughs> queers is not like the other. Oddballs. <laughs> <laughs> Oddballs? <laughs> Oddballs. Yeah, potentially. So this topic, I mean probably should kick us off with like i guess you know plugging our socials but I'll okay okay yeah. <laughs> i'll do that quick sorry i appreciate that sorry i just heard about balls and i just had to jump in <laughs> you just wanted to go for it yeah. so before we get into all the ball topics <laughs> that we're gonna be discussing today apparently please make sure wherever you're listening that you are following or you're subscribed um whether that's on itunes apple Podcasts, or wherever android people listen if there's a possibility to leave us a review please do but only five stars please or i'm gonna give you an option you can do less than five but you have to tell us why and you have to drop your pin and you have to expect (laughs) a fifth fight so take you know choices <laughs> choose your option <laughs> choose your own. it's like a choose your own story yeah also make sure to follow us on social media at i can explain podcast on instagram and personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson and um yeah i think that's all the plugging i need to I literally do. thought you were gonna sign us off <laughs> <laughs> see you around the neighborhood folks sometimes you like continue like your cadence and i'm like yeah. she's literally she's ending it <laughs> This, I'm just this is it this yeah is it. I'm like no 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 Brie <laughs> stay with me I was, I was just trying to get those last few followers before I took <laughs> off for the final time so this topic was part of this topic was highly suggested requested invested by um I always want to say viewers but unless you are in this closet with me, you're not watching. So (laughs) listeners was highly requested because a lot of people wanted us to talk about age gaps in queer relationships. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of part of that. I don't know how long I can talk about old people. So we're also (laughs) um, kind of going to just talk about, you know, one of these queers is not like the other. Differences differences like pairs yeah. strange pairs if you will we Which were is I- ironic because uh for a while i just kept dating people that looked exactly like me <laughs> yes so if you've one been of these queers queer- is the same queer <laughs> so yeah if you've been listening for a while you know when we've done topics like types sean was notorious for dating people that were the same as him yeah. Now you've broken that mold. You're yeah, on I, the one I, of these gays is not like the other train. <laughs> I've broken the mold like um a few times now, which is much better because let me tell you, the mold wasn't working. <laughs> and every time <laughs> someone looked like me, they were just as annoying and terrible as me. So, <laughs> so you've leveled up. Yeah, level up, level up. <laughs> Whereas with me in a very small way i feel like i've always been a kind of one of these gays is not like the other simply because i date people that do not look like me and i have a type that's different than what i would describe my type as like my personal who i am and Um, you are also in an age gap relationship because you are 45 and julia is 72 (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, honestly, I always joke with my girlfriend, Julia, that like I like older women. She's seven years older than me. So it is a bit of an age gap. Yeah. Um, and I think that I used to notice it more. It still comes up, obviously, with things like me acting like a child. Um <laughs> so it must come up often (laughs) i think it came up more okay julia has her shit together when it comes to life Mm -hmm. like julia i i would say that certain age gaps would maybe be less noticeable depending like you know if someone who's a little bit older is also more immature or like you know kind of hanging on to their young years and then the younger person is really mature like emotionally things can line up more even if the numbers don't yeah but i feel like when i met julia i was 22 almost 23 we started dating when i was 23 and yeah i was a baby and she was 29 and then turning 30 and she already owned a property she like had a full-blown career like her life trajectory was figured out. Right. Whereas when she met me, I was like, I had just finished university and then gone backpacking, come back, been like just living up the single life. I had a half-assed job that I didn't really like. I knew I wasn't going to be doing it forever. It was definitely not a career. It was a job. I did not own property. I did not have any idea about any sort of like kind of financial stuff. I was literally just coming off of, like I said, university and then just like having fun before I started my adult life. Like, I think I was trying to soak in those years of like just not caring and like not trying to be like an adult. (laughs) And so like when I met her, I was currently living in my parents' basement because I had just come back from Europe and my intention, my original intention was to come back from Europe, save up and keep living at my parents' house and either eventually buy a property or me and the girl I traveled with. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically. Me and the girl I traveled with in Europe had talked about moving out together. And so we were like actively watching like potential rental properties um, to move into an apartment together. Um, but obviously right when I got back from Europe, I was fucking broke. I spent all my money backpacking for four months. So I had to save up at my parents' house either way. You so were broke I, and you were horny and you met Julia. <laughs> absolutely broke, horny and met the love of my life. And here she was with all of her shit together. And I'm like, do you want to come back to my parents' basement? <laughs> like it's she has, really sexy. <laughs> like it, that was like when I really realized it because I'm like, she has like a full blown career that she really cares about. And like, not only just owns a property, but like had owned it for a few years, like was well established in her like adult life. And she's really taken chunks out of that amortization period. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And then, yeah, then there was me. So like it, that is much more noticeable. I'd say now that we've been dating a few years and I would say even like a year into us dating, you know, I got my real estate license. I started my like actual career. Um, and once that kind of like lined up, once I started adulting with everything else, then I was more on the same page. And in some ways I think it benefited me because I think 
that seeing how she had succeeded in life and like kind of lined up her life pushed me to do that sooner. Putting those ducks in a row. Yeah, because uh, I mean, call it insecurity, call it whatever. But like, I was like, I need to figure my shit out. Whereas I think that if I had just dated someone my age or younger, like, you know, if I was, if I'm 22, I could be dating a 19 year old, you know? Right. You'd still um, be broke, broken, horny. I'd still be broke and sad and horny. <laughs> <laughs> so in like some ways it like, it helped me like jumpstart in a way. And it happened to be at a time that I was ready for that. Like I had lived it up. I had like been single and having fun and, like I said, like traveled and I was ready for that. Some, in some cases, I think almost like the person's like too young or they haven't done that yet. And then it ends up like, I've talked to Julia about this before. Like, I'm so happy I met her when I did and not like a year or two earlier, because I feel like I wouldn't have almost got my being like a stupid, ridiculous young 20 something person out of my system. Right. Um, Because I feel like, I had to make those mistakes and I had to like just have fun and like be carefree and not care and like date around and, you know, sleep around in order to get that out of my system. Like there will never be a time in my life where I'm like, oh shit, I never got a chance to, you know, hook up with someone else or date someone else or like just be single and be on my own and feel kind of resentful to being pulled out of that space too early in a way. Yeah. So like for us, it works. Yeah, I I like think I'm basically the almost the exact opposite. Like my boyfriend is four years older than me, but I am like such (laughs) like we we set up our lives differently, and neither of the ways is correct. Like I don't think that the way that I set up my life is necessarily the right way. But like I am such like a planner. Like I know or knew that I wanted certain things in life. And like that's just my mindset. Mm-hmm. So like we both just chose different things. Like he traveled a lot more than I did. Like I bought an apartment young. Like I just like neither of those things is the correct way to do it. I yeah. want to be clear about that because sometimes we'll have conversations and it'll be like, oh like we should think about buying or like, I should think about traveling. Like, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, uh, a push and a pull to either way. Mm-hmm. Like some days I'm like, Oh fuck. I really wish that I was like young and like went and traveled and lived it up. But at the end of the day, I know that that's just not the kind of person I am. Yeah. Like I'm just insane. So I like to like my ducks. I didn't have to get my ducks in a row. Like they already were there. Like, so <laughs> they were there. From the start. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh my God, like don't get out of a row or like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah it's interesting because I think on one hand uh I don't really sense our age gap four years I don't think is a big age gap at all either but like most of the time I don't sense it even in like life things like that I don't really sense it because you know you get you get different positives out of either way that you choose to live your life up until that point um but I think the thing that I notice it in and I think he would agree is stupid things like stupid 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 shit like one of them is my fascination with TikTok and he is like what the fuck is TikTok and why do you think it's funny and he literally (laughs) one day was like it's weird because like 
you have a really good sense of humor and I think that you're funny, yeah. but the shit that you like on TikTok, I don't think is funny. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a different sense of humor. Like, I think totally. my sense of humor is good, but on TikTok, literally, it's like, somebody talking them like the bonk filter and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) in a lot of ways i feel like we learned our sense of humor from the internet which even being a few years older like they didn't totally and like i do agree that like four years isn't a lot at all but i do think that there is something to be said about the speed in which things like technology progress so it's like if you weren't part of the youtube kind of beginning then you weren't part of like vine then you weren't part of tiktok and Mm -hmm. it's at the point that they are so interconnected like there will be vine references on tiktok and like people will post something and be like oh this has major vine energy and i'm like i could see if you weren't part of this whole trajectory it would be like what the fuck are you talking about oh yeah (laughs) like the other day i think this is a great example of it I um did like e-boy makeup yes. and posted a photo that. in like e-boy makeup and e-boy clothes just because like I think it's cute and I'm like 27 and trying to like cling to my youth mm-hmm. um, and my caption was uh something like um I've quit design and I'm becoming like a full-time e-boy or whatever and my boyfriend was like what's an (laughs) e-boy and then I was getting messages like I got a message from my friend's mom that read (laughs) I'll support your you and your decision as long as you tell me what an e-boy is (laughs) (laughs) so it's times like that that I'm like oh like it's just like you miss stupid shit and another one is like um like we had different shows growing up like we watch the same tv now like we literally every fucking week like watch drag race and westworld and you know like all those shows together but when i'm like oh my god like it's like that lizzie mcguire episode and he's like who and i'm like (laughs) you know that that's a raven even stevens totally spies and he's like who who are oh these? My God. I don't know these bands. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Forget it. No, I really noticed that too. Um, when it comes to pop culture references, um, or the biggest being social media, not only with Julia, but all of Julia's friends. So like, right. obviously, one of the things with starting to date Julia is, you know, most of her friends are give or take a couple years her age. And all my friends are give or take a couple of years my age. And it's once again, not that far off. It's only seven years, but that seven year gap is like when she was 19 and starting to drink, I was 11 and like pretending to be Hannah Montana. And still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so like when you start comparing like where you were at different points of your life and why you don't get, certain things like he had a fucking pager hold on what (laughs) julia had a pager i thought those were only in like er shows (laughs) no like my parents both had pagers whoa my parents never had pagers and like that's the difference right is like when she was in high school like if someone wanted to talk to her it would be like beep beep and then like she'd like have to get back to a home phone or whatever and then i'm in high school and i'm like watching youtube videos and you know posting on online platforms and like making my own 
fucking website and like i had a blackberry in like grade eight <laughs> so, yeah so the difference of like those things is weird and i'm and you see it in like even today when it comes to all of my friends like when i text you when i text alex any of my friends we joke about references like you said from tiktok instagram uh, we we talk about social media like it has somewhat importance. We're like, hey, what do you think about this picture for Instagram or whatever? Or like, how's when the we're- filter? Was I at it too much? <laughs> <laughs> or like when we're out, it's like, oh, can we get a picture for like the gram or let's story this or whatever? Because it's just so part of like in those years, like we were used to using that technology and like always looking for the next thing. Whereas if right. I'm out with a group of her friends, no one ever takes a photo. No one ever is taking an Instagram story. Guess no one's famous like you. (laughs) (laughs) Most of these people like don't even like use social media in the way that we would use social media. Like maybe, yes, they have an account. Like for example, Julia has a social media, like an Instagram account. It's private and she cannot understand why she would let anyone follow her that she has not met personally in real life. Like she cannot which is like torment to all of the lesbians that want the full picture of your relationship. <laughs> and she has like six photos on it. Like she posts like one photo a year and it's like a major drop. Like it's like a big deal. And so, yeah, she has like six photos and actually maybe she's up to nine. She's getting kind of wild on the social media. Oh my media. God, full square. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's never posted an Instagram story. And like, obviously from my social media, I tag her in everything, even though she's private. I just tag her in photos or whatever. So people try and go follow her. So she has like thousands of people that have requested to follow her. She'd probably like, if she just accepted all of them today, she'd have over 5,000 followers in like a second, but she Jesus. has a hundred followers just cause she doesn't want to accept it. And anyone our age, if you told that they'd be like, what, why don't you accept that? Like, that's crazy. Like, why wouldn't you? But she for just her, exclusive, you know? <laughs> but for her and her friends, they did like they just don't care about that kind of stuff. So there's like you said, there's the little like non-important things that you just notice every once in a while. And we also play trivia weekly with our friends, and there's a music round. Right now they're doing it online on, on Twitch. It's really fun. And it's called if you're looking for something fun to do on Monday and Wednesday nights, it's called IQ 2000 Trivia. You can search it on Facebook. It's really fun. And you can play with your friends over Zoom. But anyways, there's a music round. And it's so interesting to see the different songs that, like, Julia and her friend Tamara that we play with know versus, like, what I would know or, like, our other friend Dana, what she would know just from the slight difference of, like, years of, like, when we were listening to that type of music. And every once in a while there'll be a song that we all know. And I'm like, oh, this is so funny because, like, I listened to this when I was 12. And Julia's like, I listened to this at the club. (laughs) wild yeah that's like when you do like start well i've i've like told this story i think before definitely before on this podcast but i think it's it relates to this a lot when i was like fuck off um (laughs) sorry my closet's just trying to take me out um when i was like freshly 19 i met someone at the club and then on went on like two dates with them and i think that they were like 10 or 11 years older than me and at the start it didn't seem that weird but then he started pointing out the differences in our age in like a weird way he was like oh when I was um graduating high school you were seven and I was like 
you know, whatever you um, phrase that, it doesn't sound cute or sexy. I'm like, that sounds creepy. (laughs) And yeah, and I don't think like age gap is like a huge deal, but I'm like, that's like a very weird, like weird thing to be thinking about right now. And then what really, I also told this, I think what really set me off was on our second date when we were finishing dinner, he was like, oh, like, do you want to go back to my apartment and make, um, like ice cream sundaes and I anybody else that would seem like kind of cute and (laughs) fun but I was like I think you think that I'm a child and you like that and I'm like I'm out and weirdly enough ever since then all of his boyfriends that I've seen on like social media are all like younger than me and I'm like, Ew. I think I sense that. So he keeps older and his partners keep staying the same age. Yeah. So that was weird. And I also do think that like age gaps, more dramatic age gaps are more common in gay male spaces than maybe anywhere else. Yeah. And I don't want to say it specifically because people aren't accepted by their fathers and have daddy issues, but I don't not want to say it's mostly because of that. Oh, that's fair. And I think that there are like a lot of healthy age gap relationships, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I don't think it, it has to be a big issue. I think the age can be just a number, but sometimes yeah. it's not. <laughs> Here's the thing too, like in some ways, and maybe, you know, some people are going to disagree with this, statement that's fine in some ways I feel like it's kind of the responsibility of the older individual to like assess because obviously when you're over 18 you're an adult you can make your own decisions but I feel like when you're like 19 20 you think you're old oh yeah like especially no like what age you are you feel like you're old yeah and I think there is the danger of you feel like you're old and then if you are dating somebody like in my case like an older man you almost like put on this air of like I know everything I'm mature I'm confident which is fine I think you can definitely have like a decent amount of maturity at 18 19 but like there's also the danger of you know convincing yourself that you are an adult when like you're not really like you're you know when I really realize it is like when you think back to younger people now and that's why I said like I feel like it's in a weird way kind of the responsibility of the older person to assess the age gap because like now at I'm 28 so now at 28 looking back to an 18 year olds like could I technically date them yeah do I look at 18 year olds and be like you're a baby yeah actual infant like and i'm not even trying to like talk down like i'm not saying like oh you're immature and that's shitty you're 18 you're allowed to be 18 like you're still figuring life out and like even if it's legal or whatever i'm like would i date someone that age no like i feel like gross about it and yeah you know what i mean so it's in some ways like i feel like you don't really realize the age gaps until you're like the older individual in some ways because you're seeing that comparison and you've seen and you see like Like, I look back and I'm like, oh, wow, when I was 20, I like, I thought I had it all together and I thought I knew it. But when I think back to who I was when I was 20 years old, I'm a completely different person now. 
Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Yeah, and I definitely think that age gaps are more common besides, like I said, in gay male spaces. I think they are more common in queer relationships in general. And I think part of that is that um, if you're straight and you're like, uh, like fucking Courtney Stodden, when she yeah. married, whatever his name was, like Jeff or something, um, at like 16, obviously there's like the aspect of them knowing more. I think it was still like predatory, like they have more money, blah, blah, blah. Like there's this whole thing. I think those are still true in queer relationships, but then there's the added, like experience as a queer person yeah which is like almost like inviting in itself you know like if you're young and you're um uncertain about your sexuality or like where you stand or how to you know carry yourself as a queer person to see somebody who is all these things having money having a job all those like other things that currently existed both (laughs) then there's the added value and like interest of this person that's like so sure of themselves so confident so like outwardly okay with being queer Mm -hmm. so uh, that's personally my assumption as to why it's more common yeah I i feel that and i also feel like we've talked about before how sometimes as a queer individual especially like if you're from a smaller town or you know you haven't actively gone to um safe spaces to meet multiple gay people before that sometimes we turn a blind eye to a lot of things of why certain relationships probably aren't the best for us simply because we're like oh my gosh we found another lgbtq plus person that's into me so like yeah it's like you don't really always necessarily have the um <laughs> the allowance to compare if it's the greatest relationship because you're like please love me and be gay with me <laughs> because you're like i maybe don't even know another person that's single and gay and you know what i mean so you, yeah you're like it's either this or no one which also like can be a danger because that person might know that <laughs> well exactly so i think that's something to be like to say because i've definitely been in that mindset before when i was younger like you know when i uh, you know hadn't been out to any bars yet and etc cetera, etc cetera, and i just knew the like couple 
out gay people in my town, it really felt like a fishbowl. Like it felt like those were the only other gay people. So like a reminder to anyone who's young listening, there are plenty of people in the world and you're allowed, even if you're gay, you're still allowed to be choosy. Yeah. Very much so. So Which let's can talk- be frightening, but. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about, we've talked about like the age thing and like, yes, I think it can work. I think in some cases it can't. And I think a lot of the time. So I will just say, I do think it's really beautiful that we have an age gap um, podcast too. Like you're like, Absolutely. like 16 years older than me and <laughs> and we still find something to tie us together we still you know find something that keeps us going <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah i think it's more important to like assess where people are at in their life and like of what they're emotionally ready for than a number per se because yeah and i, I like just to wrap up age gap i do think that like like i said um i think it's important to <laughs> to come to terms with like people can choose different directions in their life and that like neither one of those is better you know like I think I think if you can bond over like who you are as people and your values that kind of like negates for the most part like age gaps I think yeah I agree it's all a respect thing you know yeah. But okay. Like, so respect yourself and find somebody who also doesn't respect that. <laughs> Terrible advice from Sean should be a new <laughs> segment on this podcast. Yeah. So we've talked about age gap, but there's obviously a lot of other um, strange pairings out there, if you will. Um, and a one that I've seen talked about a lot lately, more so than before, I think because. Um, with, you know, Trump getting voted into office and wreaking havoc over the last few years, people, people are like self man and people that don't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about it. No, so there's there's I think people have never been more like far left or far right, simply because I think when something's really far one way, you kind of have to push back by going the other way. So I think for a lot of years, we saw things being more in the middle um with the with you know people that are prime ministers people that are presidents there's like some lines blurred about their values whereas in the last few years especially in the states we've seen like you know a lot of like uprising if you will on the far right and to be fair on the far left yeah so i think that (laughs) yeah me Uh, i think that there has been more conversation about you know it used to be the thought that like you know your political views are a personal thing and it shouldn't affect who you're friends with or like who you date because you know, that's, we're all allowed to have difference of opinions. And personally, I think that's a really privileged way of thinking because what that usually means is things that are getting chosen by these leaders are not directly affecting you. IE you're not like being put at like serious risk or like losing your family over those decisions. So when it starts yeah. being like, when it stops being just like a difference of opinion and starts like actually like horribly affecting lives and like, yes, I'm putting my opinion all over this, but I think it's becoming more of a conversation because things are less in the middle that people are like, how could you date someone that is of the opposite opinion? Because it's not just an opinion. It's like, if they see value in that human being 
it shows so much about their personality. Like, I think we used to think of political views as something separate from ourselves. It's like, oh yeah, I choose this one, but it doesn't actually affect me as a person. And now people are arguing, well, if you feel that way, like if you respect those choices by that political leader, then that actually says a lot about you as a person because it says a lot about your like moral compass, like what you believe in, what you'll stand up for. Um, That's, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> I think a lot of people that say like, you know, it, you can put your like your um, religious and like party views beside you. I think a lot of people that say that are not people of color, are yeah. not queer, yeah. because it's like, sure, can we st- could we still form some form of, of a friendship? Yes, but if you're supporting somebody who supports bills that go against everything that I am, is it really a huge separation of value? Like, yeah. it, it, no. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It says more than that, you know? So I think there's been a lot more conversation with that, and specifically on, like, gay girl Twitter. I've seen a lot of conversation about... um both sides from both sides people agreeing or disagreeing on whether you know it's a like i hate saying it's okay but like it's okay to be gay and also like vote for trump you know and there's a lot more conversation on that and i've seen a few cases represented where people are talking about how their significant other votes the opposite of them and how they believe that's okay but then obviously the backlash on that, I'm specifically thinking of a couple of YouTubers. I'm not going to name them, but if you know, you know, um, backlash. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. The backlash on that was obviously that, okay, well, how can you date someone who is voting against the LGBTQ plus community on so many bills, specifically trans people? Um, so like there's this whole other dynamic of that. And I think that is something that's becoming more like discussed when it comes to a strange pairing. I don't know. I'll ask you the same question, but for me personally, I couldn't date someone with like polarizing political views, like opposite to me. Mm, No, I also couldn't, but I also think that like a a big part of that is I can't let things slide. Yeah, <laughs> like we had this issue, like with my like my dad voted conservative mm-hmm. this this election, and like that was like a big thing for our relationship as a family member. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't spend every second of every day with him. So if I had a partner that voted conservative, I would constantly fight them. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm like i fought my own father to the death (laughs) and let's just say only one of us is making this podcast today (laughs) yeah so i think we have a similar personality with that like when we have our beliefs we really put our foot down you know some people are gonna agree with that some people don't yeah and i'm also like the type of person that um if i believe something i want to educate somebody on that especially like why it's problematic for like uh like somewhat wealthy uh cis white old man to be voting conservative (laughs) when he has a gay son (laughs) yeah so i don't know it's like for me it carries more weight and i think it does for a lot of queer people but i do know that 
for some people they can look past that and i'm not saying that you're a bad person if you do that of course but you know it's just different strokes for different queer folks i have a distinct memory this is so weird because it's not really about being political but i have a distinct memory of going over to a friend's house in high school and their dad saying like a gay slur and saying something about like not liking fags or something like that and their mom like laughing and being like oh so and so he's just so homophobic like i don't agree with that but he's homophobic and obviously right. that was a different time like that was over 10 years ago but i i distinctly remember this and even at that age like i was i was not out i didn't even know i was gay myself but even at that age like being like 14 whatever i was i remember thinking like that's really fucking weird like Mm -hmm. how is something that like that big that okay but looking back on it i think it speaks to that if you can be in that relationship even though that's a difference it speaks to the fact that you're probably really privileged because you besides every once in a while your husband making a homophobic comment the fact that you can ignore it the rest of the time shows your privilege and shows why it's okay because for lgbtq plus people they can't ignore it because that's about them that was basically the conversation i was having with my dad as well i was like i know that you are not homophobic at all like my parents are so accepting like Mm -hmm. not only of me but of like every queer person that like they support me a thousand percent like I don't at all think that they're homophobic. I will state that. But for me, it was like, I know that my dad like votes more like on a money side of it. And I'm like, the fact that you can decide um, how this relates to you best in a money way is like a privilege in itself. You should be thinking about the connotations that your actions have. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we've talked about age. We've talked about politics oh here's here's one i will say though i don't necessarily know if um because i do think for a majority of queer people um political values do like carry enough weight that it is a deterrent like i do think it is more common that that would be an issue but i think one of the things that i've seen recently more in tv shows and kind of pop culture and stuff especially i talked about the show um last week but this show uh that i watched we are here Uh um there was a relationship in it that is a trans man and his now wife um who got married and their respective families well one of their families didn't come to the wedding so it's like they found love and understanding between them but there was still one of their families was like quite conservative and one of their families was like a lot more liberal yeah so it's like would it even have an effect on you if it wasn't necessarily yours but it was what came with the whole package (laughs) yeah see that's tough yeah well fuck so age gap (laughs) politics i want to talk about like something a little more light per se okay (laughs) and that is like about me there's certain pairs that okay i'll speak to my relationship julie and i are opposite in a lot of ways there's a lot of things that we like to do that are different right right personality wise we have a lot of differences we have a lot of differences of opinion um however 
the majority of our day-to-day like stuff that we enjoy doing is very similar like yeah, yeah when it comes to you know how we spend our money how we like to travel what we like to do when we travel the shows we like to watch like there's a lot of tie-ins um and I always think it's like really strange when certain people are in relationships and they like are so opposite in what they like to do or what like they like to do day to day. And there's one example I'm thinking of, of one of that half of the relationships loves to go like hiking and like camping all the time. And Mm -hmm. the other half has zero interest. And I just find that like, it's like great. Like, I know people are going to come for me by saying this because it's like, you're allowed to like different things and do different things. And I see that. I agree with that. But I don't know if I could be in a relationship with a person that wanted to like, we talked about this kind of in a previous episode about like someone wanting to ski every day, like outdoor gaze. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be like, I I would just be like, I don't get why you want to spend your whole life doing this. But I do see it happen a lot. Like there are a lot of people I know that are like, oh, well, like he's just a big skier. And I'm like, you don't ski. (laughs) I'm like, sure, differences are one thing. But I'm like, if that person is spending every weekend skiing and you can't do it with him, like that seems like a pretty big issue. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't get that. I really (laughs) don't get that. I think me and my boyfriend um are like you quite different in you know how we carry ourselves how we uh like the things that we the small things that we like to do like Mm -hmm. I like like makeup and I like to paint my nails like I'm definitely like more feminine he's more masculine but like you said like both of us have core values and activities that align so it's like I might be skiing in like a hot pink snatch ski suit with faux fur, <laughs> and he might be, you know, <laughs> like snowboarding yeah. in like a more broy outfit. But we're on the mountain together, yes. And that's what I think is important. Okay, another big one, and I'm interested to ask you about this because it directly relates to you as well as a lot of my other friends. Um, is, and I think it's becoming increasingly a a thing is one half of a relationship, not being vegan. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Your day to day as a couple or in life in general, even if you're single, a lot of it is eating, (laughs) right? Yeah. And a lot of um, eating out for you. you. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of like even activities revolve around eating like you know date nights um you know you go hang out with friends and usually it's at a restaurant or a bar or you know julia and i have been to like food festivals with like food trucks and like yeah there's a lot of cases where there's like options for both but on a level of first of all like convenience and second of all just the like moral aspect of it like yeah. that's such a difference of opinion in a lot of ways and i know that there's certain people that i'm friends with that are vegan that would not date someone who wasn't vegan yeah i will say though like i have in the past when i was vegan dated people that weren't vegan but like weren't vegan and that was like an issue for yeah. me like people that are like oh, i need meat all the time but i am lucky that my boyfriend is like not vegan but not not vegan as well like he'll eat vegan with you 
he'll eat vegan he'll cook vegan like if yeah. he makes like he's been really into like making bread like the same as every fucking gay person on the face of the earth yeah. in this quarantine <laughs> yeah. um but when he makes bread or like baked goods like they're all vegan like he's super thoughtful in that and he doesn't he's not one of those people and i think there is a difference he's not one of those people that if he's not eating meat he doesn't feel like he's having a full meal which i know people that are like if there is not a section of this plate that is a yeah. hunk of dead animal they're mm-hmm. not full yeah <laughs> so. and do you think that would change if you like lived together because if you lived together would you expect to only like Like, okay, for example, I have two friends that live together, gay girls, Mm -hmm. gay couple, one's vegan, one's not. So their parameters where they've drawn the line is the one who's vegan will not purchase or cook non-vegan. Right. So they will, like, if they went to the grocery store, if they're shopping for the house, they will only buy vegan items. Yeah. Whereas, but they're still totally okay with the other person buying meat and whatever and cooking meat. It's just that they won't contribute to that. Then I have another friend that are a couple and they are married and they have like joint bank accounts, all that jazz. And one of them does the grocery shopping. She still purchases the meat for her significant other, but she doesn't eat it. Right. I would not purchase or cook or probably house <laughs> yeah like animal byproducts so i think maybe that's like a bigger conversation if we live together <laughs> but i mean You're like i guess <laughs> this is the conversation that we would need to have i mean i also am like you know slowly trying to break him down because i'm right. insufferable because like yeah. he wakes up in the morning and gets a text message that are like factory farming is no different than wet markets <laughs> and he's probably like can you shut up but at the same time he is like so nice that is like oh well like they're not lying and i'm like okay yes <laughs> i'll take it yeah i got you there yeah yeah it's so interesting because i feel like there's so many things that like when you first meet a person i mean the vegan one you kind of find out real quick but like political I'm stuff vegan. yeah <laughs> even like age gap like when you first meet someone unless it's like on an app or something like if it's at a bar or something, a lot, often you don't talk about what age you are until oh, also like later. Low lighting and Botox. Yeah. Who knows anymore? <laughs> Who knows? So I feel like there's a lot of things that don't come up until after the initial attraction and maybe like feelings are already there. And then it's interesting to see where people's lines are of like, what's the make or break of like, what well, is too different from me that like, even though I really like this person and maybe love this person, I have to draw the line. Yeah. And it's the same as like when I would start when I was dating, when I would go on a date with somebody like I would never mention that I was vegan on like, especially a first date. And then like, sometimes if people are like getting something and I have to ask for a modification at a restaurant, obviously kind of can't hide that. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, if I'm eating like a salad. Yeah, they're like, you know, it kind of raises that question but it's also for me like when uh our friend our mutual friend was obsessed with eggs and being egg queen right (laughs) um um, i like hate not only do i hate eggs Mm because i've always hated eggs but even just like as a whole i also like hate the smell of cooked eggs so i'm like yeah (laughs) disgusting yeah so all, right. all I'm really learning is that I'm a lot to handle and I feel very bad for my poor boyfriend. 
You know what? I think we've we've chatted about a lot of differences here. Um, I'm excited for you to have that conversation of putting your foot down when you move in together. Um, and uh, let me know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You see that? Or I sent you that meme that I sent your boyfriend, and it was like, "Are you?" baking bread or do you have someone that you live with that's willing to have sex with you (laughs) (laughs) i was dying the best best part was is that it was specifically focaccia yeah he made focaccia and i was like this is this is so good this is (laughs) so so on this is like quarantine meme perfectly nailed (laughs) all right well wherever you're listening make sure to follow or subscribe if you can leave a review only a five-star one please do um also pass this on to your friends and family word of mouth really helps us out and you can follow us on Especially social if they're conservative yeah <laughs> or very old, very old. <laughs> great one for the old folks home in quarantine just blast yeah. it over the speakers um <laughs> and follow us on social media at sean.lusk at brianne williamson and at i can explain podcast and until next time we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. Oh, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, I think it did line up for me. The best part is I don't really realize until I edit it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out if that was a good sign off. Still in quarantine from our different houses, and I hope all of you are staying safe, eating bread, (laughs) and maybe having sex. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye.